as you can tell. You know, it's funny, when, when Pastor Roy's in the pulpit, some of you ask mostly uh, uh, up here in the front row. I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, you again? Well, it's been, it, with Pastor Roy, it's been you again for quite a long time. But, of course, now with me, it's more like, oh, no, not him again. But uh, it is me again. But look on the bright side. Um, you know me, I, I always keep it short. Uh, it's like, uh, uh, like my, my, the mother of my lovely wife once said, if, if you can't preach it or teach it in 20 minutes, you've gone on too long. So I'll see if we can't get us out here at 11 o'clock. Who has reservations at restaurants this afternoon? Anybody besides us? Huh? I guess you're all barbecuing at home? Okay. Again, you'll be able to spend some more time with your, with your moms and with your family and your kids this afternoon. So let's get started. First up. How many of you had a mother? Show of hands. How many of you had a mother? Show of hands. All hands should go up. Who all had a mother? Ed, you had a mom, right? Maggie, did you have a mom? You got a mom, right? Okay, keep your hands raised. Okay, all right. Now, how many, uh, 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 and YouTube, you can raise your hands too because we can see you through that screen right there. All right. How many of your moms, how many of your moms, raise your hands? How many of your moms, raise your hands? There you go. Okay. A mom. How many are a mom? Mom, raise your hands. All right. Moms, thank you for your service. You know, it's like being in the army. It's like boot camp, huh, with the kids. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, and my mom, my mom, how many of you ever heard of Irma Bombeck? Only the older people, right? Younger people have no clue. But the older people, Ber- Irma Bombeck. She used to write us these things. She thinks, my mom was a big Irma Bombeck fan. And back in the olden days, uh, they used to have these things called newspapers. And they were delivered to your door in the morning. And in the newspaper, this kid on a bike used to toss into our front yard, never made the porch. Uh, the late Burma Bombeck, uh, Irma, that's a little bit of alliteration, Irma, a tongue twister, Irma Bombeck column. My mom never missed reading it. Was, she was so into Irma Bombeck, I've got to stop saying that. She would actually cut the articles out. She would paste them in a book so she could reference them later on. She really loved the insights from Irma Bombeck. And Irma Bombeck, last I'm going to use her name, uh, when your mother asks you a piece of advice, it's just a formality. It doesn't matter if your answer is yes or no. You're going to get it anyway. Or like my mom used to tell me, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. And when she felt the need, she did. And I don't know about you guys, but when your mom would give you a piece of her mind when you were growing up, we stopped we, uh, we, and we listened, right? Everybody stopped and listened? I see a lot of blank stares out there. Maybe some of you didn't. Maybe if we had the kids in here, they'd be going, huh? Here's some other great quotes about moms. Daughter says to her mom, Mom, I know you love me as long as I've lived, but I've loved you my whole life. You know, successful mothers are not the ones who have never struggled. They're the ones who never give up, despite the struggles. And a, mother's, a mother holds her child's hand for a while, but she holds their heart forever. And the Reverend Billy Sunday once said, There is more power in a mother's hand than in a king's scepter. And this is my favorite. I said, a mother understands what a child does not say. It's it's that empathy that a mom has with her children. She can look at and just kind of know what they're thinking. 
Sometimes they don't like it, but they can maybe know what they're thinking. So what kind of impact does a mother have on a child? Well, Chuck Colson, who founded the Prison Fellowship Ministry, had this to say. Every Mother's Day and Father's Day, our ministry gives cards to the prisoners to send out to their mothers and their fathers. They always give out more cards for Mother's Day than they do for Father's Day. In one large prison in California on Mother's Day, we gave out over 1,000 Mother's Day cards for the prisoners to send to their moms. And they sent them. At the same prison on Father's Day, only six, only six inmates asked for a Father's Day card to send to their fathers. The primary reason is because statistically, men in prison, as a rule, did not have a father in the home. But they had their mom doing the best she could, loving them just the way they are, which isn't easy sometimes. Moms have impact because moms care. They care deeply. They love us deeply. They grieve deeply. And Christian moms pray unceasingly. The Bible goes on to teach that it is vital for moms to be women of faith who teach children to love the Lord. In Titus 2, 3, and 4, the Bible lists being a mother as a high calling. Paul writes to Titus and he says, The older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not given to too much wine, teachers of good things, that they may admonish the young women to love their husbands and to love their children. Moms have a big job, not in just raising her children, but also to prepare their daughters to be godly wives. They do it by instruction and they do it by example. But sadly, in this day and age, that's a hard thing to do with all the outside influences that are coming against us trying to break down the family unit. In Ephesians 6.2, we read, Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Now, honor here refers to an attitude. It's an attitude of respect. As someone once said, honor means to hold your parents in the highest regard. But also, I believe honor includes an attitude of appreciation. Praise and thankfulness. To honor our parents, to hold them in the highest regard means that we appreciate them. That we be thankful for them. And sadly, I think too many of us fail at this. Children too often don't really appreciate their parents like they should. And sadly, too many people only rise up to honor their parents after they're gone. It's like that old cliche that says, many times we only appreciate those things we had after they were gone. And we've all felt that. In other words, we had something, we thought it was good, but we didn't appreciate it, we didn't, and we didn't give it the honor it deserved, and then suddenly it's gone, and then now it's like, gee, I wish I had that back. Those of us who have lost our mothers, how many of us would love to have our mothers back sitting right next to us right now? I know I would. I like my mom. My mom was terrific. I mean, I, well, I love my mom, but I mean, I really liked her. It's one thing to love your mom. It's another one to actually like your mom. Right? It's like, uh, it's like when, when, when a mother of teenage, teenage daughters will say, well, my daughter told me, I hate you yesterday. And my response is, wow, you must be do- you're doing a great job. Because if, you're, if, you, if, if they get to that point, they don't really hate you. 
They just don't like being told no. They want to do what they want to do. Right, Angela? Oh, no, he was talking to him. You're the first person I saw, so I had to pick on you. Oh, my God, I'm going to go under the pew. You know, uh, but, but moms tend to be closer to children. You know, I, I, I guess by an accident that's called birth. Uh, but uh, they have a completely different relationship with their children uh, than their own father. I, I, I can speak from experience here. Sandy and I, we've raised three sons. If you've been around here long enough, you've probably met all three of them. And they're, they're all the same. They're all different. Now, as adults, the boys, as I call them, call their mother on the phone all the time. All the time. When the phone rings, it'll say, oh, it's Eric, oh, it's Tim, oh, it's Tim. And, and if I pick up the phone, I don't even bother to, I just hand it to her. And she says, why are you handing me the phone? I said, they don't want to talk to me. And, like they, they, and they'll call, one or another will call almost every day. It's, I mean, it's almost like clockwork, you know, almost every day. And, but, and, they just, and they just call to say hi, or maybe to make, set up some plans about getting together, uh, maybe get advice, uh, or just to have someone to listen to them about whatever they talk about. I have no idea, because I'm not listening in. Now, don't get me wrong, the boys will call and ask for me from time to time, generally when they want something fixed. Or when they need help fixing something and, you know, what my advice, and generally that advice is when I can come over and help them or just fix it for them. So, you know, that's, they call me handy dad, I guess, is what the, what the thing is. But moms are special. Uh, moms are special. So why should we take a special day like today to honor our moms? Well, the first bullet point, you know, you have to have bullet points in a message, otherwise it's not a message. Number one, moms are God's gift to us. In Genesis 1, 27 and 28, it says, So God created man in his image, his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. And there's billions of people on this earth today, so obviously they took that command literally. And in Genesis 2, 24, it says, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. As someone once said, God ordained the family unit as a place of companionship and propagation, a place of socialization and learning, a place of stability and security. And it's a place of refuge and shelter. I really like that definition of a family unit something that this world is moving away from. While a father might be the protector and primary provider, a mother is the stable foundation of the home. Mom is the glue that binds the family together with love. Dads can try. And sometimes dads can be pretty good at it. But at the end of the day, that foundation stone is mom. And even though the world is moving away from the family unit God has sanctioned, as Christians, we should not. Families should be celebrated. Which brings, uh, which brings us to another reason we should honor our mothers. Moms care for us physically. 
In Proverbs 31.7, the Bible talks about a godly mother and it says, She watches over the affairs of her house and does not eat the bread of idleness. What's that old saying? Man works from sun to sun, but a woman's work is never done. You know, I learned, along, I learned early on in, in our marriage uh, when Sandy, Sandy was a stay-at-home mom for years. And um, so when I got home from work, I just, you know, everything was supposed to be done. Right? And now it did not work. Dad goes to work. Mom stays home. Uh, but then when she started to go to work, because uh, school tuition was getting up there, I suddenly realized that I needed to chip in. She couldn't do it all. I needed to be a part of the process. To help the mom, help to help the mom of my kids be a better mom and 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 a glorified wife. Mothers love and care about their children their entire lives. So do dads, but not like a mom. In a much deeper way, they care about their kids, whether the kids realize it or not. Yes, we dads love our kids, but I know that I can never match the love my wife has for our sons. And three, godly mothers care for us spiritually. Most moms have more contact with their children than their father. Even though the father is the head of the household, his job is made easier by all the hard work done by his wife, the mother of his children. The Bible encourages every parent to impart spiritual truth to their children. In Proverbs 22, 6, we read, Train up a child in a way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. This command is made to both parents, and it's the responsibility of both parents. Let me repeat that. This is the responsibility of both parents. And while a godly father should lead the way by example, a godly mother is there to support in the ways only a mother can. And this is also an important commandment. Nowhere in Scripture does it say, be your child's friend. While you're raising your children, you are not their friend. You're the parent, both for fathers and for mothers. When my strong-willed child, who shall be renamed Lameless, but he knows who he is, used to challenge me by demanding a why, whenever I told him no, which was often when he was growing up, I would answer back, because I'm the parent, and you're the child. He never liked that response from me, because the reality is that that ended the discussion. Because he couldn't argue with that one. Because I tried that early on, as, as you know, and, and even and then Sandy would try that. Well, it's because of this and because of that and because of this. And, well, and I'm saying no because of that. Well, how about this? And, how about, and then you get into this back and forth. So I came to the place in my life where I would just say, well, you know why? Because I'm the parent, you're the child, that's it, boom, done. So moms repeat after me. I'm the parent, you're the child. How about the dads? I'm the parent, and you're the child. These are roles that were put in place by God. So part of being a mother and a father is discipline. Now, I'm not here to debate the pros and cons of corporal punishment versus a timeout. But what I am stressing is this. You must discipline your children. You must be able to tell your kids no. And then stand by that. And sometimes we're required to even tell our adult children, no. 
wife here giggles over here. Have you ever told your adult children no? Sometimes we have to. Or maybe that's not a good idea. Gee, I think I want to you know, do this or that or the other. I said, is that really a good idea? See, a job of parenting, a job of being a mom and even a job of being a dad, it doesn't end after the kids move out of the house. You'll find out real soon, Clancy. As they as they're start to go away, the, the, the job of being a mom or, or, or a dad doesn't end when they move out of the house. You're always going to be their parent. And you're always going to feel compelled to give advice. Some of us more than others, right, honey? I like to give, I give advice more than... And she tells me, don't tell them that. They'll get angry. And I I don't care. I'm older than they are. I've already done the stupid stuff. I'm trying to keep them from doing it as well. You know, but I have to admit, our, our three sons have turned out quite well. A lot of mothering and a little bit of fathering. The kids turned out very, very well. Thank you, Sandy. You did a great job. That applause was for you, babe, not for me. And lastly, mothers love us fervently. Fervently. A mom loves like no other. This is just something special about the bond a mother can have with her child that father just can't have. And I don't know what that difference is or what that dynamic is that causes the boys to want to call their mom on the phone and just talk that, like they don't want to do with me. And, you know, and of course, I'm sure Sandy has a reason why. Yes, you're going to give them advice. But God made men and women different. Not just biologically different. I'm being, I'm being politically incorrect right now, so I apologize for those who are offended. No, I'm not. God made men and women different. Not just biologically, but emotionally different. And most husbands, if they're honest, will tell you to misquote a line from Jerry Maguire, our wives make us a better man, which help us be better fathers. That's why it's so important on Mother's Day Husbands should honor the mother of their children. I'm talking to you now, dads. But not just on Mother's Day, but every day. And support them however you can. So we need to appreciate our parents. And today we appreciate our mothers. Again, we should do it every day. But today's the special day. So if your mother is still with us today, You should show them that appreciation because they are God's gift to us. They care for us physically. They care for us spiritually. And they love us fervently. Go see them if you can. Call them on the phone if you are too far away. Heck, in this day and age, Zoom them. Or FaceTime them. Do whatever it takes. Just reach out. Let them know how much you love them. Now, if your mom is gone, and for a lot of us that's the case, especially when you're older like a lot of us in the room, take some time today to remember the good times with mom. The happy times. And take the time to thank God for the mother he gave you. And if you're in a bad place with your mom or uh, uh, with your mom or mom, if you're in a bad place with your child or your children, seek to reconcile with them any way you can. 
starting today. You might not get another chance. Life offers us no guarantees. And lastly, I want to say some words of encouragement to those grandmothers or aunts or sisters and adoptive parents who are raising children that you did not bring into this world yourself. You, should, you too should be honored and appreciated. It's a hard job. It's a hard job raising children, raising grandchildren. Hard job. I know people. We all know people. Some of us right in this room know people. It's a hard job. You too should be honored and you too should be appreciated. You love just as strongly and the hard work so many of you do is putting additional jewels in your crown. God will honor you. You are going above and beyond. You will too be honored as well. Honor your mothers. Appreciate your moms. Love them. And never let them go too long without hearing you say, I love you, Mom. I love you. And I said it was going to be short, and it is short. But I think I hit all the nails on the head. Honor your mothers today. Remember the, remember the mothers that are gone. Mothers are so special. But don't just honor them today. Honor them every single day. I'm watching, I glance over here and Angela is hugging her mom. She loves her so much, even when she's mad at her because mom says no. Now she's hiding under the pew again. I love you, mom. Or I miss you, mom. Be thankful for the moms that are still here. And be grateful for the moms that are no longer with us. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for our mothers. Without them, there would be no us. We know that they aren't perfect. We know they have flaws. But we also know that they love us, even when they can't say it sometimes. Especially those times when we make it so hard to be loved. Lord, I pray a special prayer of blessing on all the mothers here today and those watching at home. Whether they be new mothers, mothers raising a growing family, or those moms whose kids have gone and are raising families of their own. I pray a special prayer of blessing on all of them. I pray for those moms who have lost children. I pray for those moms toughing it out alone. And I pray for those who step up to parent those children who need someone to love and watch over them. Lord, I, I pray that you encourage them when they are discouraged. I pray that you bring them joy when they are feeling overwhelmed. I pray that you give them the strength to tackle each new day and a vigor only a mom could muster. Thank you, Lord, for our moms, the ones still with us, and those who are with you now. Thank you for creating the family unit, Lord. Now watch over us all. Bless your people. Give an extra portion of blessings to our moms today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand as we close out with a hymn that just reminds us of what Jesus did for us. And I think it's interesting that even though Jesus talks a lot about how the, you know, even his parent, you know, his mom, his dad, he, he talks about how like that is 
you're going to have to be willing to even sacrifice your mom and your dad if you follow me, right? And his mom and his brothers and his sisters didn't always, weren't really always very keen about him. But who was at the foot of the cross? His mom. He was, she was there. And, um, you know, she followed Jesus too in the end. She believed. I'm sure she did, right? Because she was there and she saw it. And so um, even though we love our moms, we thank Jesus for all that he's done for us. And thanks to him that we have a mom, right? Because we need a mom. So let's sing. I'll praise the name. <laughs>